podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. You're listening to the IFL TV podcast in association with Lonsdale MTK Global, sponsored by William Hill. This is Coogan Cassis for IFL TV in association with MTK Global. He's back home. I'm tired. I'm tired, boy. And people are trying to ring you now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Typical. I'm tired. It's an uh, emotional journey. <laughs> yeah, tell me about it. Um, yeah, very dramatic, like you said, emotional night last night. And, uh, yeah, just devastating for Dillian White. You know what? So, so in these situations, you try and find a positive in it. Number one, Dylan didn't do anything wrong at all. Uh, number two, um, Pervetkin had that one thing left in him, and that was that punch power. Uh, the danger for Dylan was uh, uh, up close to begin with. Pervetkin with his short uh, short levers was dangerous. Dylan was beating him up um, and and beating the fire out of him. Uh, he made a mistake. He got caught with a blind left hook. Thought he had it covered. Slipped past the guard. Uh, caught him. That's that's his best shot, if not the only good shot. Povetkin got out of it. So so how how this should be looked at is um, uh, the positives out of it is uh, he knows that he made a mistake. Lennox Lewis has done it twice. Anthony Joshua has done it. Um, and, and so so and I'm quite sure we can go back in history and pick fighters that have done that. He made a mistake. Uh, which can be rectified, uh, which I'm sure, quite sure, will be rectified if the, uh, if or when the rematch happens. Again, the rematch will be a lot more lucrative as well because now all of a sudden, oh my God, Dylan White, he's lost. You know, so it's a rematch again. So that's what you've got to look, look at him as well. But I actually think that, um, yeah, I actually think that uh, um, uh, it's something he's learned. He's had to learn, uh, learn some knowledge. The, the only, the only downside for it would be ego. So if your ego's like, oh man, I can't. So once you've got that in check, everything else is cool because you think I didn't do anything wrong. You know, it's just one of those things. Dylan's not one of those fighters where I think it'll break him. I actually think he'll think, you know what, I made a mistake. He's very grand. I made a mistake. That won't happen again. Uh, and that's it. I think he's very, very matter of fact about it. And it's not that he's not bothered. It's just that he understands and he's not gassed out thinking, oh, what have I done wrong? What should I have done? It was just a, it was just a bad piece of luck. He, I think since last night, obviously, he's not said too much. I think he did an interview with Sky this morning um, at fight camp. But I think his attitude is right. Listen, he got caught. He knows he was winning the fight, but he got caught. And uh, what can you do? Just focus. Yeah, exactly. And, 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 you know, and, I've, and I've got to give props to... Uh, I, I was working along, alongside... Uh, um, I was working alongside AJ last night, so I've got to give props to him because... Uh, we've seen fighters where they take advantage of an opportunity like this to really kick a man when he's down. AJ didn't. And the thing is, Dylan didn't do it to AJ when he got turned over against Ruiz. So these guys, even though there may be some bad blood there between them, there's some professional respect between the both of them, which to me was commendable, which to me I thought I rated, I like that. Don't, if you two don't like each other or not, at least you respect each other professionally to say, well, it was one of those things. Um, and it was, it, it just made a mistake. It's just, it, and, and the thing is, you look at the fallout from last night to this morning, the amount of support that Dylan has, because people think in this manner, he's just got so much bad luck, waiting a thousand days and he gets caught with a lucky shot. And, and it was luck, 
Uh, it was luck because Povetkin was on the bad, bad end of a, uh, of a beating. And so um, uh, it's just how Dillian, if he's mentally strong to deal with it, I actually think he is. So I actually think um, it improved him as a fighter. This is always going to be the risk, though. I mean, he's been undefeated since that Joshua defeat um, for four-odd years ago. And he's been taking, you know, risky fight after risky fight. He's obviously sat there as number one for all that time. Uh, the Parker fight was a dangerous fight, and he, that was touch and go. Um, the Rivas fight was a dangerous fight. This fight, again, here was a, a dangerous fight. But he's picking these opponents to a yeah, certain degree, isn't he? The thing, the thing is, he's learning on his job. So you could pick easy opponents and get found out, find wanting when you get to top tier. He, so, so he's learning on the job and becoming a better fighter for them each time. And that's the best way to learn practical experience. So, so again, he listened, he gambled. Uh, it was a risky gamble, risk reward. Um, this, this time, risk, you know, risk outrage reward. And, uh, and he's had to pay the price of it. And, and Povetkin, uh, again, um, how he conducted himself afterwards, he said, yeah, you know, it was a good fight. He gave me a good fight. Let's do it again. And um, so, again, he's at this age, what, he's 41 in two weeks' time. At this age, uh, he's, he's still in the mix because this could have been his last fight at this level. Now he's got the chance to make some proper dough to, to sort himself out mm. uh, for life. I mean, it, Povetkin was kind of, um, I think it was Tony Bellew that was saying the other day, you know, he's out of the outside of the four, if you like, which included Dillian White, Povetkin was kind of the next one on the list, but he's put himself firmly back into the, the heavyweight fold. He had that draw with Michael Hunter, and it just goes to show that one win last night has just kind of reignited his career. Yes, yeah, so, so I'm not going to backtrack on what I said. I think uh, before the fight, I thought uh, Dillian would absolutely muller him. Uh, because I thought that, uh, um, yeah, I thought I thought Dylan would absolutely muller him because I thought he was in the right, in the, going in the right direction career-wise. Everything was his way. Uh, he was strong. He was young. He was hungry. Uh, Pavetkin uh, it wasn't a fight he was five years ago, but he, he proved he still has that punch. So, so, so I, I actually didn't think it'd go past probably six to eight rounds. The weight was going. It looked like that as well, but obviously not the way it turned out. Um, so, so, so Dylan. Uh, didn't manage to, he, he made a mistake. He wasn't outboxed, he wasn't outfoxed, he wasn't outsmarted. Um, he, uh, he made a mistake. And, um, and so, so, so those that, you know, because he's going to be open to criticism where people say you shouldn't be losing to people like that. I'm quite sure we could look at many fighters down in history that have lost the fighters they should lose. It was just one of those things in our sport. And so I love his attitude. I, I spoke to him earlier on. His attitude is very matter-of-fact. He's like, uh, it happens, you know, we'll get it on again, I'll fix it. You know, he just said that he doesn't have to change anything in training camp. Everything was right. He said there was a couple of punches that I've got to look out for, and that was one of them, you know, and uh, I thought he had it covered. End of. Whenever we're in these situations where this immediate rematch, it's always a gamble, and you always wonder if it is the right thing to do. Uh, in, in this instance, it does seem like where Dillian White is in his career, the best option for him is to take a rematch. But I think it was Eddie Hearn that was saying yesterday that, you know, they, they will think about it as well because two back-to-back -back defeats, I'm not saying that's going to happen, but worst-case scenario, two back-to-back -back defeats against Povetkin, that, I mean, that's difficult to come back from. So 
Oh, I hear that. So, so, so they said the same thing about Anthony Joshua with John, uh, with uh, Andy yeah, Ruiz. Right. So, so what I'm saying to you is, it, it depends on it's down to the individual. So, so your case, your, your case points are individuals that mentally are not have not been strong enough to jump straight back in and get over the the shock um, the, uh, of of the defeat before. So Dylan is one of those fighters. He, 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 come on, you know him personally. You know how this man operates. You know how, how, he, how he walks and talks and, and how he's got that chip in his shoulder. Do you think this is going to mentally dent, dent him? He's one of the men that wants maximum violence. He's like, come on, let's have it. I don't think it'll make any difference to him at all. Um, and uh, and so, so in what he's done, I just, I, I've got to, I don't worry about it at all. I think it's the best thing you should do. Yeah, no, I agree. I think in this situation, someone like Dillian White, there wouldn't be another option to him. You know, I think yeah. even if... Even if they gave him another option, he wouldn't take it. Yeah, I agree. I think he'll want to put this one right, 100%. Yeah. And he's more than capable of, because we saw enough in that fight to know that, you know, that punch come out of nowhere. Credit to Povetkin, yeah. not taking anything away from Povetkin. That's but... what I'm saying. And, and, anybody, and anybody that tries to slag him down for that and belittle his ability for that, any heavyweight that's out there, uh, you know he's just being spiteful, stupid and childish because, because as a heavyweight, everybody knows you can get turned over with one shot. So any heavyweight that's out there that's just about to jump on a bandwagon and slag Dillian off for that loss, How can you you're going you, to make, make yourself look stupid. So let's see how the week un un unravels. Um, uh, listen, remember, this will suit certain fighters, uh, this happening uh, to Dillian. And so, so, um, uh, so I think... Uh, uh, it's just one of those things. It's how it is. It's life. Remember, um, you obviously remember it wasn't that long ago. It was a few years ago, obviously, when David Price was beaten by Tony Thompson and uh, went in for the rematch and didn't quite work out for uh, Tony. Um, yeah, David. but, but you th you're talking two completely different individuals. David Price has is, is, is a proven track record of not being mentally strong when the pressure's on, when, when, the, when, the, when, when he's in there. He's, he's, got, he's got a track record of that. Dillian, Dillian White, after losing to Anthony Joshua, he's, he's got, he's, he, he elevated himself to being one of the most improved fighters in the uh, heavyweight fighters in the world. Elevate himself to getting a mandatory position. He fought the best, the people that people didn't want to fight. So, so Dillian White has proved mentally he's strong enough, and he has the cojones to say, "No, nah, no, nah, come on, let's have this. I, I want this." And there's only a few heavyweights that like that. Oh, absolutely. Um... But, I mean, you were there pretty much close to, to ringside. And I, I think I was talking to David Hay a little while ago and he asked what it was like there. And it was, without the crowd there, it made it more eerie, the knockout, didn't it? It made it more... Yeah, it I know it sounds stupid to say, but you heard the silence. Yeah. You understand? It was like, oh, and you just... And it was even then when he landed, it was like... Even that was just stunning. Um, and it's real. And, 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 and this, this, this lockdown is probably letting people see the rawness, the true beauty or, beauty or the true uh, brutality of our sport. Um, and it, it's real. And you understand how much these guys are getting in and what they're actually doing, how hard it is for them. We had that reminder last year of heavyweight boxing when Joshua lost. And I don't know, this, was, this seemed to me last night being there, it seemed as, as equally as shocking as well. I mean, I, yeah. I know it's either or what you think, but I think that was kind of 
the level of opponents was kind of more evened out last night than what was supposed to be in Joshua and Ruiz. So that shock factor was he was never meant to lose. But we always knew Povetkin yeah. was a threat. Always. Yeah, I think for Povetkin's team, I don't think, I think most people thought Dylan would do, do a job on uh, Povetkin. Most people. And so, um, and Dylan didn't overlook him and think it's it's piece of pistis because he didn't. He boxed well, beaten well, hit him well, you know, uh, manoeuvred well, um, and so he did. He did everything right. He didn't. It's not like he just missed, just overlooked him. Um, and that's that's just that's what will be. And that, again, he'll go in there with the same confidence and look at the fight and think, yeah, that was right, that was right, that was right, that was right. Now I look out for that. This if he gets me next time. Um. I mean, if they're talking about that fight happening towards the back end of this year, it's, it's not long. You're talking about probably, what, we're coming towards the end of October, um, August now, December, maybe a three months between then if it's going to happen this I year? Mean, I, I bet you're talking end of November. I bet you're talking end of November. Uh, that's number one. Number two, I think the only thing that's, that's damaged on Dillian is, is, is slight concussion. Uh, which you have time to you have a rest off you have like two or, th two or three weeks off then you're back into it again he's already a step ahead in regards to condition wise it's not like he he has to get himself down to condition uh, it from into a condition like he did from Saudi Arabia to this point here he's already kind of in condition so I think now especially with what's happened it's going to make him so hungry um, to end chomping at the bit they're going to have to keep him out of the gym over the next couple of weeks because um uh, because it, for fear of him overtrain. We should see what happens. Um, yeah, it's just nothing to given in boxing. I know, especially yeah, heavyweight boxing, but you just you can't take anything for granted. Whatever you not think true. can happen, doesn't always play that way. Um, all right, Johnny. Listen, thanks for your time. And I know we actually got thirty seconds for you last night because you were on your way into the dressing room to see Dillian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was all right. He was all right. Good spirits. He was. He was the. He was the most jovial one in there, so uh, it was all right. It was cool. What did he say to you in there when he was in there last uh, night? He just said it's how it is. He was all right. He said, honestly, I'm all right, man. I just made it. He understands, you know, and, and we all, what we see, the emotion gets involved. He understands what happened. He understands, you know, it was just one of those things. He was very, he was very grounded and matter-of-fact. Like, look, this happened. You know, let's get over it, peeps. You know, just cut your emotion, put it in a box. You know, this happened. We'll fix it. Let's move on. And he was very, he was probably the coolest one in the room. As, as a fighter, it, I'm assuming it's more concerning when you're getting beat up for rounds as yes. opposed to something that happened last night because it can happen to anyone that. Yeah, exactly. And that's, getting... why it can be, that's why it can be very matter of fact about it. Like, Shit. So it is, and anybody watching that think, yeah, it's one of those things. Um, and it could happen, they could have fought each other. You know, it could happen once out of the hundred, a hundred times they fight and that's the one time it happened. Remember that fight years ago with Frotch and Jermaine Taylor? Yeah, yeah. Frotch was losing that fight, which he'd admit, and then yeah. they literally pulled it out. Pulled it Jermaine out. Taylor, and, and that's what I'm saying. Jermaine Taylor would be thinking, shit, you know what? That one punch, let's do it again. So um, uh, that's, just, that's just how it is. Johnny Nelson, thank you very much for talking to IFL TV. Um, blessed, blessed. I'll see you later, you in September when, whenever the next batch of shows are. Yeah. All right, listen, it was the end of fight camp and it was good, good setup, good vibe, uh, uh, good competition and, uh, you know, the rule of fight camp. You know what it is?
There is no rules. No, that's not that's not the slogan. I made it up. It's no that's easy fights. Yeah, no, no, there is no rules. First rule of fight camp is that you don't talk about fight camp. So shut your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Johnny, thank you very much. And all right, uh, I'll speak to you later, man. Catch up with you soon, bruv. Yeah, yeah, all right. All right, peace. peace. Thanks for listening to the IFL TV podcast, sponsored by William Hill, in association with Lonsdale MTK Global. Sports Social Podcast Network.